William Blair, true independent, not a Sundance ass kisser. There, this is the F Plus Podcast. Terrible things, red with enthusiasm. My name's Lemon. I'm Boots Ranger. Hey, Boots, how you doing tonight? Um, awesome, awesome. I've come up with an amazing idea. Okay, okay, good, yeah, let, good. I love amazing ideas. Okay, it is time yeah. to scrap the fucking podcast. Oh, about time, finally. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna make movies. There we go. There yeah. we go. Okay, yeah, that's that's the medium of the future, really. Yeah, because yeah, I am the visionary of this podcast. Yeah, I've uh, as said you that. know, as right. everyone knows, really. Yep. And uh, I have a hundred amazing ideas, and at least one of them is going to be made into a hit movie oh, by us. Fuck! I am so glad to get out of this podcast game. All right, give me the first idea. Okay. All right. Uh, there's a bunch of cats. Sure. Um, and they're gonna they pull off a heist, but everything goes fucking wrong. Okay. So that's okay. So that's your that's your F plus movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're gonna need. I mean, we, we obviously won't be able to train cats. So we're gonna probably need to like get some what? CG oh, cats. No. I don't oh. really know CG, so I'll have to talk to somebody. Oh my god. Um, oh, that sounds awful. Writer. What? That sounds awful. Okay. All right. Scrap that idea. That idea sucks. Okay. Um, sure. Whoever came up with that as a exactly. fucking asshole, yeah. screw that idea. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. We got. Um, the next one is uh, two men, uh, not not actual pigs, but they're dressed as pigs, men, uh, and pigs. they're hit men, okay. um, and there's hit also men. a boxer involved somewhere. Piggy. Okay, there's a boxer involved. Is he yeah. a friend, or is he like also a hit man? Or? Um, no, he's wanted by the hit men. He's wanted by the hit man. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so, so two men in pig suits uh, have to kill a boxer. I think, I think what makes sense... Is to uh, make the boxer kind of like a you know a little bit of a of a draw. So I think if we can get like James Franco to be a boxer, um, you know I don't know I don't know who's going to be the pigs. Um, uh, uh, too much. That's too much bullshit to think about. Okay. That's too much bullshit to think about. Let's do it at one. Oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. So you got um, these these two guys. Yep. And uh, and they go to a bar. Good. The bar's full of zombies. Sure, that's popular. And um, and then and then there's a dog does dance, I guess. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Dog dancing and zombies, the two hottest trends in Hollywood right now. Yeah, yeah. And there's gonna be like a lot of uh, a lot of feet. Um, there's gonna be people sucking on feet. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, okay, yeah, that 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 actually probably makes sense because there's a lot of foot fetishes out there in the world. Yeah, probably do not have a mainstream Hollywood film to cater to them, or maybe they do, but I don't know what it is. So, uh, okay, yeah, so we're gonna need. I mean, that's actually not too much. Obviously, we need a dancing dog, um, but that'll be easy. Uh, we're gonna need obviously location for the bar. Uh, you know, get some some zombie makeup, some people that do the zombie makeup. Oh, no. probably hire a lot of extras. Oh, no, no fuck, I don't know. Um, Boots, I feel like every time we get to the logistics of your film idea, you just sort of glaze over. Oh no, you know, I thought I thought Reservoir Cats, Pig Fiction, and From Dust Till Dog were all. <laughs> What we have tonight is an episode 
about film proposals. Uh, this is people pitching movies and uh, having no follow through. It's basically the aha of movies. Even though Aha had movies in it. All right, readers, assemble. In the room tonight, we have Boots Rain Gear. Maggie Marvel must balance career and family, murder, and math homework. Come quads up. How to make a movie. If new to the movie business, first get some experience. It's your Aquaddle! No one can predict the battle's outcome yet, but one victor is certain. The audience! Left Hand Radio's own Adam Bozarth. And agent action is proof at 24 frames per living color second. And Lemon. They also asked me to improve the quality of the movie, which I am not the best at. All right, I am taking requests up here on filmproposals.com. The header contains the images, lights, camera, action, and the people that visit it have never seen any of them. Um, I am taking requests here. Um, (laughs) Who would you like to hear from? Would you like to hear from Shemuel M. Johnson, who is 12 years old? Oh. (laughs) Or would you like to hear from Nathan Wilkies, who is 14 years old? Johnson. I want the first one. Shemuel. John, the 12-year-old. Shemuel. The 12-year-old. So, so you're all okay with the fact that we're about to make fun of a 12-year-old. Boy, yeah. am I. Well, us, uh-huh. <laughs> Good, me too. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Over right. a 14-year-old, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Does he will, like fried chicken? <laughs> he seems like it'd be easier to make fun of. The tears will okay. be sweeter. My name is Samuel L. Jack. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I like fried chicken. Take, take two. <laughs> okay. My name is Samuel L. Johnson, and I am 12 years of age. Please do not cancel me out until you hear all of my proposal. I have cast a crew that are mainly youth and young adults, but I don't count us out because we are younger than the average filmmaker. We have not had one adult work. We, none of us have made a porn. We have not had one adult work with us for screenplay, props, and other objects necessary to compile a motion picture. All we need is a small grant of $2,200 to get us the advertising, pro- product Ooh. packaging, and cast play. Wow. Okay. So, pretty cheap. Yeah. You know? uh, like, crank high voltage costs $20 million. This is only $2,200. And I guarantee you it's going to be better. That's not true. There's no, no, <laughs> no way. Crank high voltage is amazing. Why do you think Lemon used that as a standard? <laughs> exactly. Well, I like that that's a piece of knowledge he just has in his head. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of facts about crank high voltage I could recite. All right. The movie titled Fight for Pure... <laughs> Fuck. Samuel. The movie. Samuel, what's the name of your movie? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to develop a list for the last paragraph. The movie, the movie titled "Fight for Pure Power." Yeah, it's about a team of kids finding a power source that protects good and vanquishes evil, and four cruel bullies that find the complete opposite of source that destroys everything it's used against. Once the opposite force, appropriately named the Mass, creates an infection that pierces the earth, the team of brave kids. 
takes on their identity as the Jet Team. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Our okay. deadline is July 20th. <laughs> oh. So get to it. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to re- read this proposal. Shemuel Johnson, director of Fight for Pure Power, the movie. I have a Gmail account, and I'm in the UK somewhere. Wait, no, I'm not. Uh-oh. Because I'm in Oklahoma, but that's <laughs> the wrong area code. Where's Oklahoma, Whatever. UK? There you okay. go. Oklahoma, UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, so you know, we've got we've got uh, with us uh, Adam Bozar, star of stage and screen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Asterisk. <laughs> Select screen. Star of a stage and a screen. <laughs> My screen. So, uh, Adam, if you would bring us the pitch for uh, dollars, D A L E R dollar sign dollars. Whoa. <laughs> I was not expecting a photo of the author. <laughs> Dollar. <laughs> well, what's the author's name? Uh, Brandon Tatum Glass. All right, Brandon. From, uh, what do you got for us? You're from uh, Murrieta, uh, California, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. That's not how cities work. <laughs> Doesn't go city, state, other city. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> This is Brandon Tatum Glass, and this is my pitch for dollars. <laughs> that's, mm, that's a terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. D A space capital L capital E capital R dollar sign. <laughs> pronounced S. So it's it's in some way about money. Mm-hmm. It's true romance meets Godfather in this coming-of-age drama. Damn. Young, quote-unquote, Brandon Washington. Hey, is his name yeah. is like your name. That's a fun coincidence. Shh. Ooh. Young Brandon Washington is a choir boy high school senior who meets Kinea. Okay. An older woman who finds a seductive interest in him. Events intensify as Brandon discovers there's a bigger difference between them than just age. Kenea happens to be the boss of the biggest organized gang syndicate in the city, maybe even the world. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm, I'm picturing like uh, like a young Jonathan Taylor Thomas uh, type character. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. As Brandon yep. Washington and Cloris yep. Leachman as uh, Kenea. So significantly older woman then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't say how old, but how much older. So that's a fun direction to go in. All right, it's, 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 she's a fantastic actor. I think she could really pull it off. <laughs> Mrs. Leachman, are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when Kinea introduces her new young friend to the crime family, they take Brandon under their wings, showing him the luxurious side of organized crime. Brandon, being the only surviving relative of his elderly grandmother. <laughs> Struggles with the fact that he has hardly any family ties. How did because that happen? Is this after the apocalypse? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Grandma is tough. Apparently. Fuck yeah. Grandma's like a cockroach. Because of this, he finds a bit of serenity and comfort in the bond this unlikely crime family offers him. Brandon's intrigue is soon met by influence. Uh-oh. As this a man, impressionable wait, a man oh. named Influence? <laughs> yes, these are all capitalized. What's up, Brandon? My name's Influence. <laughs> hey, I'm Intrigue. How you doing? <laughs> as this impressionable <laughs> young man slowly transforms from a choir boy to Al Capone. So he gets syphilis. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And and there's been a uh, prohibition of some sort. Does he actually? Does he actually transform like from a young black boy into mm-hmm. an older Italian man? Yeah. I am Al Capone. <laughs> I assume that's what influence does. Wow. <laughs> Grayskull's got some cool powers these days. <laughs> Shit. However, the luxury is later combined with an equal amount of violence. As the inevitably evil side of organized crime raises its ugly head, Uh-oh. Brandon forces himself to stick with it. As his love for Kanea grows, so does his love for the new his newfound family. Okay. In addition, the lure of the lifestyle itself has become addictive. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he likes the, the lifestyle is luring him in. Mm-hmm. I've, already, I've already changed the channel. All right. Well, you know, I think you need to skip your pitch a little bit more. Give me, give me the story teaser. Uh, Tease me with the story, would you? Okay. So here's the story teaser. Okay. Uh, How I feel the film should be cast is: first, I want the film to be an all SAG film. Oh, as opposed to those non SAG films. Well, Mm -hmm. they're called pornos. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Therefore, I would like to pitch a. Class actors <laughs> and actress for the leading roles of Kanea and Brandon that I think fits their characters. Only one actress. Oh, okay. Just one actress. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how many actors we get. Okay. You're confused on how many demands you can make, but yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> These are non-negotiable. Okay. Also, this well, is the teaser. I do want this story about boy meets girl. That's an important story to have. Uh, As a compromise, his non-negotiable demands are vague. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fair. The idea actress that I see for Kanea is African-American, beautiful, petite, 4'11 to 5'2 in height, very bossy, street and book smart, sophisticated and short-tempered. Or (laughs) short-tempered. Temp. Short-tempered. Sure. Temp. So, So Queen Latifah. Yeah, I think she fits all of that. For Brandon, a young African-American teen that can sing like an angel, light skin, about 5, 9, 10 in height, medium build, innocent that can quickly change into a beast oh. with a zero tolerance of BS. Well, so Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> no. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas. Okay. We need an actor who can convey emotions. Ah. <laughs> uh, so that sing tricky. like an angel, is this a musical? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, I mean, there is the choir yeah. boy thing. It, it's a shame to leave I, that on the table. Oh, why did I rob that bank? <laughs> uh, after establishing the uh, brackets A, class actors and actresses, I would then hold auditions for the other roles for SAG members only in a private location in Los Angeles, I, I don't CA. I know that you would do that. Uh, okay. With breaking down this film in micro details, the expected budget is $27 million. <laughs> Yep. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I know that sounds like a lot of money, guys. That sounds like in, a specific uh, amount of money for a movie without scenes. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of money. But, I mean, hold on. So, I'm glad that figure is no longer up your own ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was probably uncomfortable in there. Yeah, well, that's a, it's a big figure, so it's it was very uncomfortable up my ass. But when I pulled it out, uh, you know, it was much more comfortable. But, but again, mm-hmm. I didn't just pull it out of my ass. Okay. This twenty-seven million goes someplace. This entails insurance, sure, paying all actors, <laughs> good, all locations. So paying the locations as well as the actors, <laughs> yeah, sure, props, yeah. wardrobe, makeup, music, 
camera mm-hmm. c- camera slash crew slash edit. That's all going to be one expense. Okay. We have a camera that's also our crew that also yes. edits the thing. <laughs> I, a photographer. I, I, too, need to pay my props. <laughs> Craft slash catering service, mm-hmm. trailers, and rap gathering for all talent and their families. Yeah! Welcome to the rap gathering! Boy! <laughs> a rap gathering. <laughs> wow. Hello, fellows. Is this a rap gathering? Would you like? To, would, you, would you like to buy an expansion pack of Rap the Gathering? <laughs> I strongly feel that this film will be marketed as a rated R suspenseful slash action motion picture, making it to box office. Okay, sure. The film Delurs resembles <laughs> Boys in the Hood. But on a you more sophisticated the name of the movie, just now. <laughs> uh-huh. where, where did that apostrophe come from? Maybe That's... this is meant to be a glottal stop. No. I think so we doesn't let him put the apostrophe up. No. I, I, I think it's Dachlers. I think it's Elvish. Oh <laughs> shit. Dachlers. Oh that's what he needs to say. Yeah. <laughs> um this film Dachlers uh, resembles Boys in the Hood, but on a more sophisticated and boss type level. Oh, oh fuck! What in yeah. the world is that? Okay, never mind. The level that means where you that get the film to the boss. starts blinking in red. Yeah. Boys in the Hood was a West Coast film that was produced in 1990 and made box office and did really good. Oh. So therefore, every other movie will be, right? I hope you enjoyed my report on Boys in the Hood as much as I enjoyed writing it. <laughs> Doc Lurs is based off the new West Coast, something ideally to American Gangsta, which is this film was imagined to be how mafias are ran on the East Coast. What the fuck? I don't- uh-huh. Okay. Uh. The Lurs reps the new West Coast street hustling in a more organized and and sophisticated way, ran by a woman. Wait, never wait, seen in movies. Spelled differently again there because it's dollar. Yeah. Oh, dollar. This is well. Yeah. Now it's click on. What's the time for? It's time for the West Coast to have another film. Oh. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Finally, someone needs I to am, set a movie in California, I damn it. Sick of, I am fed up. Wait, wait, Brandon Glass? What was your yeah. movie called again? It was called, uh, Doc L E R Dollar Sign. Great. You get tired of the gloss. In the synopsis joke. of your movie, you've spelled it, be- it four different ways. It, it became a background. I really want to know what that stands for. <laughs> Come quad. What? Come quad. Uh, I mean, Robert Knaurick, citizen of Apple Valley, Minnesota. Um, oh, no. I need you to tell me about your really scary. Uh, it's a horror movie. Oh, <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> Sorry, I, I should probably leave. I don't want to get scared. I think you should. It's really. It's, it seems really it's, scary. It's your oh. movie, so you should be used to it by now, right? Uh, hey, hey guys, hey guys. Hey, what? Hi. What's up? My, my name's Robert Knaurick. Mm-hmm. I'm from Apple Valley, and I have Hellevator Independent Film Pitch. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> this is a script. About a modern torture chamber oh, okay. that is based okay. out in New York City and spreads out. So all of the surfaces are black marble. Yes. Oh, very. It's very minimalist. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Nice. 
and spreads out to other big cities. Oh shit! It's urban cancer. Wait, the <laughs> Wait, torture chamber. Torture chamber based yeah. out of New York City. So it grows. Well, oh, it's a, it's yeah, a franchise. It's urban okay, cancer. It's made of bots. Oh fuck! Which includes a mad man engineer that mm-hmm. had uh, domestic terrorist involved with advanced technology. Oh. Well, that makes sense because he's this guy is making man engineers, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's I, pretty advanced. It's, I really like Don Draper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this this also includes hard core special Uh-oh. forces group. Uh, what? To wipe Ooh. out this group. What? Wow. <laughs> to wipe themselves out? Is that on the box cover? <laughs> Featuring hardcore special forces group to wipe well, out this these, group. These guys are so hard, only hardcore special forces groups can kill themselves. <laughs> you guys never saw a hardcore special forces group play on the Bowery like at CBGB's? <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed that night. I heard this it was is, awesome. It's just basically rock and roll high school, but the, it's a elevator. <laughs> Their engineer was mad, Sam. Oh, how does the movie end? The good guys finally win. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we don't even know what the plot is, but we know the good guys win. <laughs> At times, when they least expect it. <laughs> Pardon? <Huh. laughs> I don't expect to win this! <laughs> oh shit, we're losing! Hey, we won! They win occasionally. Awesome. This hard-fought battle will forever change the course of history. Oh. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, Robert Canalric, you seem to have run in some problems with Elevator. I think maybe it was the funding or, or something. Uh, so you added a comment to your pitch uh, about a new movie idea you have. Hi, 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 hey. hi, folks. Uh, my name's still Robert Canalric. It's right. It's November twenty sixth, two thousand ten. Okay, working on a lower budget script. Good start Uh, I give myself five stars Um, Oh, you Oh, (laughs) sure Well, somebody's got to believe, I guess Uh, Sorry, Elevator gets five stars Right Yeah. Uh, uh, Hi, hi folks Uh, Well, now now I'm writing my script For a new special ed Bob movie Uh, I'm Special Ed Bob. (laughs) Special Ed Bob. It's just just a remake of Forrest Gump. This is... Yay, that's good. This is is similar to what Stallone did with Rocky, in the sense that he was the main character. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple movies that just don't have main characters, and they fucking suck. So I'm all for this movie. This is going to be awesome. This is similar to Rocky in that I will cast myself in the main role, and I also cannot act. The main role of Special Ed Pop movie. This this one is geared towards the lower-budget side, so that's my latest update. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, how much mm-hmm. is it going to cost? Lower. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Good. Good. Okay. Um, uh, Aesir. Oh, yeah? Your name is 
Ariful Eslam. 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 Yes. Eslam. That's right. And you're Bangladeshi. <laughs> and uh, what do you got for us? Well, it's this. This movie is timeless. Uh, you think that's a joke, but no, that's the movie. It's oh, that's timeless. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now you're fucking precious. After the high school exam, Annie is spending routine boring time. What? Mm. But, okay, we're just, we're just getting right I, in there. Yep. Yeah. This is, no, is, look, is this look, the Annie look, I'm this. thinking of? Yeah, uh, yeah. It stars little orphan Annie. Okay, good. She's timeless. Hey, it might well be. Look, look. It's we haven't got time for all that. You know, their background stuff. Let's just get in here. Because one day she goes to a divid parlor to get some divids. Certainly. Yeah, she finds divid called. Wizard of Time! And the manager alerts her, saying it is a very unusual movie, and whomever takes it out returns hysterical. Sure, okay. Sure. I'm okay, with you. you still good. with me? Okay, good, I like good. it. Annie finds it intriguing and takes it. At home, when she is about to watch the movie, she finds a caution in the divid frontal. <laughs> watch at your own risk. For best results, see at midnight. Alone! Oh, uh, a refill. I am hooked. Yes. Yeah, bring it. I am, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What? Let me just, let me just wrap this down. Here's the superfluous period. Okay. Okay. Everything everything is going very atypical so far. <laughs> the movie begins at midnight. It starts in the era of Greek mythology when Helen of Troy is being abducted. After that sequence, a frame freezes, completely stuck for a couple of minutes. Okay. And he thinks the divot got scrambled from a scratch, but everything in the frame keeps moving. Who's not frozen? You, you said it was... The I'm frame freezes, but the frame keeps moving. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. I like that you're hitting inside my head. It's good. Flipping that script, you know? Yeah. Okay, it's a night scene. There are fire. Flames are moving from Torch. Sure. That's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. She gets closer, hears some voices. When she goes too much closer... She puts her hand into the TIV and gets into TIV screen. Imagine when Neo Kino Reeves was captured from the Matrix to real world in the first part. I'm imagining it. Wait, was okay. that how that happened? Yeah. No, it's I'm, thinking, I'm thinking more like Pleasantville, but okay. Well, <laughs> well, okay, that's just details. Look, what we happens? We have Donuts in this. She, she falls into <laughs> the fence. She falls into the fence of Troy Arena. She sees a 4 to 3 ratio screen is being vanished in the middle of a sculpture as if it was made for it. Now what happens? I don't even know what's happened, so I can't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Man, I don't even know what happens. Oh, hey, 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 let me, okay, now we know what happens. Yeah. See, she meets a wizard named Maximus, uh-huh. okay. which sounds kind of Roman to me, but that, that details. He makes gadgets and gizmos. Mm-hmm. She so has not the, a wizard. Well, whatever. <laughs> Look, she's got the divid remote at hand. Uh-huh. When she presses next chapter, they find themselves in between Trojan War. She lost her remote in the middle of the battle. <laughs> I'm getting uh, excited here. They yeah. managed to hide. They managed to hide. Max says the sculpture is full of mystical power. Where she come from? Now starts Annie's journey with the help of Max. They discovers the remote. She makes leaps in the history of time to find the gateway to her world. Chapter after chapter, she witnessed almost every major even of the history. The wars and independences of nations in a fast-forward motion, but she fails to find the door which goes back to her time. 
The wizard appears in many space of time with a different name. He becomes her companion in many avatars. After the era of independence of India, the remote battery gets damaged. Oh no. Okay. The wizard, but the wizard made a power booster, but it misfires, skips lots of chapters of Divid. <laughs> okay. So your movie doesn't make sense, and you're skipping parts of it. Well, yeah, plus I thought it was going to give a really topical uh, overview of history that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. Okay, okay. Whatever. It leads her to future in 25th century, when machines control everything and an evil emperor rules the world. She finds the wizard once again. A futuristic intelligence force of the emperor detects the remote control. And Annie gets arrested. She is unfamiliar with the future technology, so she can't do anything to escape. Also, Halle Berry plays five different roles. It's super awesome. (laughs) Emperor gets to know that the remote is a key to time travel and orders to make a gateway to extract its technology. (laughs) What? (laughs) The wizard rescues Annie. They steal the remote and escape. Lots of adventure happens after the entire journey. (laughs) After all that boring shit. (laughs) That's on the poster. Uh, at, at climactic point when the movie will finish, the divid will be stopped. But Annie doesn't belong here. She will be stuck here, too. In the nick of time, the wizard makes a digital time shift menu attached with the remote, which triggers to the exact time of movie where she accidentally came into this world. Why did she have to watch it at midnight? Because <laughs> That's when I, time begins. Because oh, it's important. right. I forgot this when <laughs> yeah. time resets. Because, mm-hmm. because that's when her DVD machine was blinking. Now, okay, when I'm time traveling through my DVD player, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. should I account for daylight saving time? Uh, (laughs) You should should observe uh, the time that is specific to your region. So if you're in one of the places that doesn't observe daylight savings time, then you observe that time. Yeah. Just follow the laws in your principality. Okay, of course, you're, go- yeah, you're going okay. to be changing different locales as time moves forward because, as you know, history only really takes place in Greece and right. then in Rome yeah, and then, then in Arizona. America. Yeah. And then India. Yeah. yeah. Epicenters then the of culture and civilization, yes. <laughs> well, now you guys might think I'm done, but I've saved the best for last. Oh, good. good. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She finally made the comeback to real world, not a second past in real time. Whew. But guess what? Yay, the stakes are lowered for the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But guess what? She is in love with the wizards after all the adventures journey together. Wait, there's more than one of them? Yes. Okay. But he is part of the movie. He is unreal. After some day when she is about to return the divid. Period. On the way, she stops into a local toy store and see a toy maker exhibiting amazing toys who exactly looks like the wizard. Yes, wizard in a way, in a sense of mythic and love. <laughs> now that's the end of this story and the beginning of another. <laughs> see, I already got a sequel in there for you. <laughs> I haven't written one movie, but I haven't written the sequel either. <laughs> you look just like this guy who was in this movie that I fell into, and then I fell in love with him across time. Where are you going? Time. Hey, crazy girl sex is the best. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, Boots, we'll get to you in just a second, but, uh, sure. but uh, Kumquat found something. Uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, you're from Brooklyn, <laughs> yeah. and you're going. You got a movie for us. What is it? It's called How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day Film Pitch. Okay, good. <laughs> How's it go? How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day is a comedy about a young man named David who has trouble with the ladies. Okay. His older sister Cassandra is dating a player named Chase who helps David step up his dating game. Cassandra challenges Chase to try to get her brother laid by not just one girl, but two girls in the same day before the end of summer. Then what? What happens next? <laughs> Click here to post comments. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I have to write the next scene? <laughs> you know, they get together, he has two sex two sexes at the same time or whatever, and then the movie is hey, sounds sexy. Yeah. <laughs> two sexes at the same time. I two like sexes at the chase and the Cassandra. They sex they sex when this is the David's not around. It's, it's a good movie. Is there a, is there conflict resolution? The, the conflict, conflict is, is having two sex with women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, you ever have two women at the same time? They're always all the time. It's horrible. This conflict, this conflict. The B B B B B B B. Hi. Uh, what is your movie called, Bobby Lynn? Um, I like that you've used your senior prom photo uh, as your director. The way you. The way you rest your chin up on your uh, thumb like that, it really makes you look dignified. As does your white tuxedo. That is a man who does not have a problem getting the two ladies. Yeah, That's sure. yeah okay. I got this movie. Oh, I got this called? movie. It's so awesome. You guys are going to love it. What is it you called? You guys going to love the shit out of it. Called, what like, is it called? Uh, it's Train Pain or YouTube Trains or Ghost Train. I don't know. <laughs> man, they're all good. Which one do we choose? I'm going with uh, train, you know, train pain or YouTube trains or ghost train. Uh, um, a man on a mission with a clear vision. Oh, oh. Like me. That's, that's a survivor <laughs> song right there. All right, so here, okay, here's a pitch I got. I got you guys. You fucking your balls are gonna blow to your pants when you hear this one. Ooh, there oh, it is. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. I hate those things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay. This story is all about an X train and tube driver. That has hit a midlife crisis after doing the same job most of his career. Okay, the, the train. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's it, what a career it, is. It, yeah. <laughs> Wait, the train that used to be a train. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. He he drove that. He, he was a train trains. that drove tubes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He drives X trains. Come on. It's, it's for the. It's for all the ex girlfriends and boyfriends. Ah, and so, so you don't have to run into ah, express you know ticket this. to the X train. Woo. <laughs> 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 The lights become increasingly dimmer for him at this juncture in life because he gets sacked from this comfortable zone and complacent position. Oh. His career comes to a sudden dead end due to the fact that he has got a big problem with controlling his drinking habits, and the reality is that he has an addiction to the bottle and is an alcoholic living in complete denial. So that doesn't sound comfortable at all. Are your minds blown yet? Nope, not yet. Yes. My balls are fucking right up in where they should be, so... All right. Yeah, all right. pants need a new pair of ball holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's blow these ball holes in my pants. <laughs> well, let's fucking do this. All right. Now, left to his own devices and plenty of time to kill, he decides to become a compulsive killer 
by integrating into the communal public transport rat race and randomly kills innocent citizens by pushing them off the train slash tube platforms and sadistically crushes... uh, Sorry, I'm getting so worked up here. It's exciting. Sadistically crushes their existence. He rewrites history. Holy fuck. (laughs) Damn. Okay, my balls are exploding. Can't keep up going. dead. Also, you were never born, I guess. Oh, my shit, my testicles. Cut it out, man. Yeah, so yeah. he so he decides to become a compulsive killer, which so yeah, like, it makes sense. Like just because you know, I, I yeah, think yeah. I'm just gonna find a place yeah. where I can just he's kill and and and, and never stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, integrating integrating the communal public transport rat rate. Just, what? Just looking through, just looking through, like you know, the job ads and the papers. <laughs> you know, I see myself in a human skin suit. Wanted mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love shoving people? <laughs> <laughs> he does all this successfully disguised as one of the many vagabonds living in the heart of the fast-paced city. And as the opportunity presents itself, he goes for the kill. Wow. I get it. Wait. Oh, it's not really, it's that's not even really a pun. This film will definitely keep you all at the edge of your seats. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your balls blasting out of your pants. <laughs> and it will be a total nail-biting thriller, frame by frame, of this innovative masterpiece. Oh, shit. Mm. Masterpiece. You're really ready to use that word on yourself, are you? Well, yep. I'm trying to sell... you got to sell that movie. You can't just say, oh, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as all you people see Train Pain or YouTube Trains or Ghost Train... Well, speaking of good. which, why was it called YouTube Trains? Uh, Where is YouTube? Will he finally, I, I don't know. Will he finally see the light at the end of the tunnel, or does it all end in tears for fears? What? Shake <laughs> uh, this broken corpse. I just killed that guy. Yeah, it's more of a case of watch this space than mind the gap. Oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going places. I'm Bobby Lit. <laughs> Damn straight. It's here. Yeah. Ace here, I want to meet the Flystones. Okay. Graded by Kenneth E. Walton. Downtown Bedrock. Meet the Flystones. Kenneth E. Walton. Love to. Yeah. Not the Flintstones. This is from another page. Downtown Bedrock. Meet the Flystones is a hip-hop urban version of the Flintstones animated. Oh, oh my God. Featuring American, African-American and Latino characters. Yeah, you heard me. Back from the Stone Age. Not the Flintstones. This is from another page. Yeah. I got an AOL account. I got a phone number. And uh, I got some comments. Holy fuck. <laughs> Cool, when is this coming out? (laughs) (laughs) Great idea! Wow. You guys love my movie. I got five stars. Five stars, bitches! I've always wanted to know what it's like when the Flintstones were black. (laughs) (laughs) Reminds me of a dream I wish I had. Uh, Adam? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I feel like there's some lowest common denominator kind oh, of uh, sure uh, stuff for stuff for the plebeians. Really, uh, tell me about Juggernaut Lonely. And if you'll start with uh, the <laughs> couple, couple paragraphs down, this is a story of Primal. I'm okay. gonna piss myself on the already here. Yikes! This is Juggernaut Lonely by Keith Odette. Okay, you're from where are you from? I, I'm from Venice Beach, Los Angeles, California. Hopefully he understands how this works. Okay, yeah, nope. sure. I take pride in, in my neighborhood. 
This yes. is a story of primal in conflict with versus glamorous. Themes of love, sex, and death plays in Amelia's of Hollywood celebrity and what? money. Venice Beach and his boat in the Pacific Ocean. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Buddy is personified as the alter ego of our hero, dangerous like a vampire cowboy. is that a vampire cowboy or a vampire and then you're calling me a cowboy (laughs) it's like a vampire cowboy (laughs) buddy is also a great white shark (laughs) and a major story player ending in a deadly romantic climax (laughs) watch film actress Taryn Manning in a double role as rising quote, star actress and the, quote, pop star and acting tour de force for Miss Manning, delivering the roles of rival lover to the lead. K.O. What? Yup. <laughs> With K.O.'s ex-past love, parentheses. You know, maybe it's a good idea to write scripts on peyote, but probably not write pitches on them. What? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Are you speaking yet? <laughs> no, I'm almost there. <laughs> good. With Chaos X past love parentheses the lacks of Dora Beard sure. Beard in parentheses hurt but loyal to him haunts in the story world with young hiding next door neighbor porn star Riley Steele from Piranha three D in Digital Playground. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> When handsome and seductive K.O. gets dumped on his boat at sunset while planning to ask his true love (laughs) and in marriage, he is heartbroken, devastated. Are your balls still in your pants or have they been blown out? (laughs) My balls are just confused at this point. Yeah, that's that's the... that's the emotional journey your balls should be on. In Juggernaut Lonely. <laughs> Juggernaut Lonely. Juggernaut Lonely. Colon, an emotional journey for your balls. <laughs> Spiral into his sad, mad world of sex and pain. Cut to flashes and video scenes from ScaredCherry.com, an original what? voyeur thriller web series. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> okay, sure. But K.O. wants his true love back. Well, love at any cost. Pretty people will die. Oh, no. Babies will be conceived. (laughs) Sex will be had, like it or not. Oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I tell that to my wife all the time. (laughs) Probably the creepiest sentence I've ever said in my life. Six will be had like it or not, and a 15-foot great white shark will eat bloody flesh. <laughs> Hopefully in the same scene. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, I'm peeking now. <laughs> I bet. This is the peak of your life, actually. Yep. But love, quote-unquote, wins. <laughs> Maybe those are scare quotes. So what do you guys think of my movie, Juggernaut Lonely? <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Soderbergh, uh, the studio has sent the script in. Um, I'm not sure you've thought this through, but... 
<laughs> I bet you can make it good. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so uh, Kumquat is about to read something from a link. Oh the link gosh. is an, uh, an independent film pitch. Now, Kumquat has not yet seen this link, so I'm going to give it to him, at which point there's probably going to be a little bit of laughing because no. because everyone's going to be looking at the photo of the pitch man. Nope. And I'll just tell the listener that they're about to see a photo that says, I've produced a lot of pornography. Okay, sending link now. Less scary. Before we begin, come quite yeah. tell you tell us where you're from. You girls wanna be in my movie. <laughs> oh my shit. Hello. My hey, name is... Hey, John. We're hey, John. Vincent Mingo. Vincent Mingo. <laughs> What's your movie called? I don't care. I'm from Besserly Hills. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Besserly Hills. Man, the way you're leaning on that elbow, you're, you're one scary mofo. <laughs> the caption of my photo is John Vincent Mingo, producer David Holzman. That's my full name. Man, your your parents must have been forward-thinking to give you a producer as a middle name. That's so funny because my confirmation name is also Mingo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, awesome Catholic humor. (laughs) The new Nostradamus, John Vincent Mingo, is The Da Vinci Code meets An Inconvenient Truth meets... The soloist in real life. Wow. <laughs> Except okay. in a movie. Wow, okay. So, so the planet's overheating, and we have to solve paintings that are on puzzles that are behind... Oh, God, okay. <laughs> also, 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 a character gets up on a, uh, on a, on a scissor lift. Right. <laughs> And then the things that happen in the soloist happen as well. Yeah, and he also has gross uh, raven feet. <laughs> right. Fair enough. In an old rundown hospice in downtown Los Angeles, an unknown, unpublished homeless writer passed away at age 60 from cancer with his only friend in the world by his side. As John Vincent Mingo lay on oh. his deathbed, artist slash filmmaker David Holzman made an oath that his friend would not die in vain that he would publish the book that will save America wait good are we getting getting the backstory to the pitch not the story itself (laughs) yeah (laughs) man I'm I'm not biting my hands walked into a guy's office and decided to annoy him so is this guy is he writing is is this like the uh, the house of leaves of pitches because yeah. I thought this was by John Vincent Mingo, but apparently he's dead. No, there's, there's, there's three different like, narrators. This, there's this gonna podcast be a whole has, had, has had as many House of Leaves references yeah. as, as it's had. Uh, there, there's going to be a no whole. Let, let me just say, <laughs> there's going to be a whole shitload of footnotes later. <laughs> I, I think Black Street uh, John Guar crossover fiction is really what's called for here. <laughs> John Vincent Mingo is. The Nostradamus of our time. What? Sure. He died. Yeah. 
Yeah. And mostly he just wrote crappy poetry that made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And David Holzman is the guy who who believed, apparently, the crazy homeless man who said he was Nostradamus. Yes. <laughs> so yes. this being produced by the guy who fell for the crazy homeless guy's pitch. <laughs> As a writer, he's like Hemingway with a Steinbeck twist. Mm. <laughs> do not order that drink. That's a, do uh, not like, order that drink. Knock <laughs> <laughs> your block off, man. Disgusting. <laughs> it's just for hypnol, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. His book, New Capitalism, is the answer to our economy problems. Oh, just the economy problems? I'm sure there's more. John's four other unpublished novels are compelling, cautionary works as well. Well, that's a relief. Mm. They are like a map to our salvation or our destruction if we do not come address the capitalistic world in which we live. Star, 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 star. <laughs> and then, and then, after your pitch, you uh, have have text that's three times as long as your pitch, where you talk about yourself. I assume this was still part of the pitch. No, no, it's just Wait. explaining. No, it's, you're it's explaining talking, it's talking about the dead guy, uh, John Vincent Mingo. Yes, me. That is me. <laughs> okay. I am the dead wait, guy. Not... Me. Wait, yeah, that's <sighs> wait. Oh wait, so okay, the pitch included. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah. 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 It's really, it's really confusing because clearly David Holtzman and John Taylor Thomas, or whatever his name is, <laughs> John Taylor Thomas, yeah, are the same guy. It's very, very, very confusing. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, move away from that. And <laughs> oh, shit. he's got some URLs listed. For more mm -hmm. information on David Holtzman, log on to www.myspace.com slash Echo Beach Diary. So I did. Sorry, yep. the profile of Echo Beach Diary is only viewable by friends. <laughs> well, then get a friend, asshole. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Double zero the band. <laughs> this whole thing's a ploy to get more MySpace friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I got a horror movie for y'all. Oh, All no. right. Oh. It is called The House on Halloween Hill. I know you guys like houses. That sounds great. I know you guys like hills. And I know you guys yeah. know that the house uh, on Haunted Hill is already made. Maybe I need to take the elevator up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> the house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> By Leffin. Shit, Victor Laszlo. Uh. All of the trick-or-treaters avoided the house on Halloween Hill. Oh, I think I said Haunted Hill last time. Sorry. It's Halloween Hill. Oh, the house on Halloween Hill. All of the trick-or-treaters avoided the house on Halloween Hill. The owners were really scary and only ever came out at night. Oh, that's really scary. <laughs> the last place you want to go on Halloween... <laughs> it started when a boy named Josh and his girlfriend were ghost busting. <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh. Like you do. <laughs> Those are particle accelerators on their back. That's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Josh's girlfriend dared him to go up to the house, <gasps> so off he went up the hill. Oh, no. The owners had gone out for their midnight shopping. <laughs> they smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> That's really scary. They might have gotten, like, you know, uh, black. A lot of Mars bars. Yeah. Apparently they wanted their candy really cheap. Mm-hmm. He went food. down the stairs to the basement, and just as he got to the bottom, he heard the front door open. <gasps> the front door's in the basement? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh. He hid in one of the boxes. He heard footsteps on the stairs. He opened the lid slightly and saw the woman open a fridge and take out a bottle of blood. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she then went up the stairs and closed the door. He got oh out of the box. <laughs> that part's scary, too. Don't worry about it. It's totally scary. Okay. He got out of the box he was hiding in and turned to look at it. To his horror, there in front of him were two coffins. <laughs> Before long, oh he heard them again. The coffins? Yeah, the scary coffins, man. <laughs> Josh froze in shock. I would he too. had to hide, but he could not move. The door opened, and in walked the owners. They saw Josh straight away. They grabbed him. He screamed. Josh was never seen again. Ah! Just then an ending popped out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he saw his dad with cube of meat missing from his torso. <laughs> as, a, as a tip to all the fellows out there, uh, if, if a girl says she wants to go ghost busting, uh, this is the sort of thing that will happen, is two vampires yeah. will murder you. Oh. oh. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, oh, because I, I thought that was like a sex thing, you know, like yeah. like to ghost bust with a girl. <laughs> Lemon's right, it is a sexual thing, but the problem with Josh here is that he wasn't careful not to cross the streams. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm. Boots. That would cause a total protonic reversal, you idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Boots! Yes! <laughs> uh, you got a story about a... Or you got a film about a monkey. Of course wow. I do. Oh, no. Yeah. Does, it, does it have a mom? Yeah, it does. Uh, just take, I think, probably just the first paragraph. I'm I'm Stephanie Harris. Okay. Hi, Stephanie. Um, do you know a monkey with an apartment? Oh, no. sorry, that's the name of my book. Do you know a monkey with an apartment? Uh, no. Why? Nope. Are you looking to crash okay. someplace? Okay. I, I admit I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The name of my book, the name of my book, the name of my film is, Do You Know a Monkey with an Apartment? And I'm going to start my pitch. <clears throat> okay. Do you know a monkey with an apartment? Nope. No. <laughs> Why do you keep asking me that, goddammit? <laughs> All right. This is a story about a monkey named Mac that is also raised as a human and forced to be sent back to Africa. He loves meeting his family, but he hates living there. He comes back to America in search of his owner, Julie. Julie hides him for a year and is forced to send him away again. But this time she creates a new scientific experiment, allowing him in the own apart- his own apartment in the zoo. Uh, his own Mac apartment in boys. the zoo? That sounds yeah, those are know. called cages. She, she created a new scientific experiment called architecture. <laughs> right, people come to the zoo and then they see a concrete wall mm-hmm. that has a window uh, where a monkey does not look out. 
Uh, <laughs> Mac meets three boys while in the zoo named Snack Pack and Stack. Oh. Mm. They become his best friends. They help him escape. Meanwhile, the boys build a go-kart, and so does some girls from school, and they race against some bad boys at school. Uh, who? Who won a go-kart? Oh. oh, no. Maybe it's a question. Who won a go-kart? <laughs> who won a go-kart? I don't know. Yeah. All three groups hitting something while riding their go-karts. That could have been very dangerous. A goofy police is now looking for them, but his priorities are out of order. Oh, uh, goofy police. He should be looking for... He should be looking for... Who did it? But instead, he's obsessing with looking for the monkey, which he believes the kids are hiding him. What the hell are you talking about, <laughs> Stephanie? Oh, I'm glad that's not just me, because I was, I was feeling drunk and realized I hadn't drunk anything. It's just this fucking... There's a monkey, and he's got an apartment, and these <laughs> boys go kart. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, and they're like, they're like they, they get a cart, and they steal a monkey. I'm sorry, I passed out for a second. Where was I again? <laughs> okay, I don't know, but you seem to be in the parking lot. I think that, I think security ushered you out. Then the boys steal the monkey. Oh, I remember where I was. I was at the end. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, a disc is mix- missing, and Mac is threatened to be sent back to Africa unless the disc can be found. The disc is so important. The army is involved. A spaceship is involved. A flying zebra is involved. And what? a scientist is locked up. <laughs> Take that, science. All right, let me give you the highlights. Spaceship. Yeah. No, I, I, those are the highlights. These oh. are the highlights. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Mac gets in a fight with Jamal. Who's okay. Jamal? Mac wears a, Mac wears a mysterious watch. Uh, the animals uh, teach the bad boys a lesson. Uh, a, par- a party is held for Mac. Yay. Oh, there is more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> That's my favorite highlight. There's more. Also, you should buy my book. People, I'm giving this pitch to. What, what's 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 your book called? The Wonders of Monkey Mac. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, wow! Uh, okay, um, ACR. Us, yeah, we, oui, c'est moi. I'm <laughs> sorry, Tico, Tico Crow, Tico oh, Crow, Tico Crow. You're handsome, and Whoa. you look like a rental llamas. <laughs> Hello. Hello. For you. I am very handsome, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, John Romero. Why don't you come visit me at my mother's spare room? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Come visit me. I'm yes. There's two of us and a double bed. My, old, my eyes, they smolder so. You can see the I smoldering. I play through Gabriel Knight in one sitting. <laughs> my eyes burn with no red-eye protection. <laughs> I smolder with unshaven lust for you, my cupcake. <laughs> all right, all right. Tell me, tell me about your movie, uh, Tico Crow. <laughs> burning wind, wind, independent film. Eighties uh, oh, rock and roll through the eyes of Gunnar Jackson. Gunnar, Gunnar arrives at eighties. <laughs> scariest French vampire. Gunnar arrives at eighties Hollywood. Soon finds himself because he was tangled. doing W's for V's. I assumed it was Russian. I don't care. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and soon finds himself entangled in the club scenes under. World. Refusing a deal with Lucifer, he takes all scratch out of the universal key, obtaining power and wealth beyond his wildest dreams. Oh, Satan being thrown out into the Iraq desert, formerly known as the Garden of Eden, eventually finds his way back to Gunnar. 
The two conflict several times, then in the final culmination, Lucifer is subdued and taken away. They conflict several so times. So dude it's, tricks the devil in act one. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, look. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tale of revenge from Satan's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> the devil gets yeah. his due. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Much, much I, better I, title. I have, some, I have some very important explanations here. It should put everything in context for you. Okay. Now, the non-supernatural events actually took place as I was a Hollywood rat in the 80s. Even my LSD hallucinations were used for a lot of the supernatural scenarios. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to deal from the devil, man. That's why I'm not. That's not why I'm not on the Hollywood Walk of Fame right now. <laughs> By the way, here's a secret: I've taken drugs. <laughs> this script is an enjoyable read that has received nothing but rave reviews. It's because I think they're all too scared to me. But whatever. It reviews people is. have given at a rave. The, the, the second act re- reveals how cool the back of a spoon looks if you look at it the right way. Uh, here's the drag. The drag is no one will even look at it in the industry as they are too busy. <laughs> a problem. Totally a problem. Ah, sucks. Well, Just well, fucking look. sucks. Well, my industry, roofing, is not busy. So uh, I that's a, you misspelled roofing. <laughs> <laughs> My English is not so good. So I am making plans to shoot the script myself. Got a bug? Want to plant it and grow a miniature money shrub? This will do it. I'm not in the business of growing miniature money shrubs, asshole. I am growing <laughs> mighty money oaks. <laughs> when is somebody going to blow my balls off? <laughs> I'm sorry, but you forgot you were so pumped up for that. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh. All right. Uh, I got a little bit more here. One uh, more, come two Oh, no. Once again, we have to make a deal where uh, you are going to choose one of these items. The other one is going to be cast into the abyss, never to be read. Kumquat, which of these two pieces of material would you like to read? Tibby, a cartoon to help preteen girls, or Dreams with a Z? Dreams with a Z. Dreams with a Z. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe that's a Dreams with a Z, sir. <laughs> it's, uh, well, it is, actually. Dreams. Independent film by Mike Dolan, Bolton, UK. I don't know why the uh, uh, Photoshop version 4 logo needs to be used <laughs> as your movie pitch, but whatever. <laughs> With a little bit of extra on the side so you can tell it's a <laughs> screen cam. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. My name is Mike Dolan. Hey. Hi, Mike. Hi. I'm really excited about Dreams with a Z. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, I'm re- I really love it when people substitute the Z uh, for an S thing. It just gets really, attention. I'm, I'm it really, gives it a modern touch. I'm, yeah. re- I'm really creative. Uh, the basic concept evolves in the dimension of reality, and Dreams, the concept, opens on a person getting ready for oh, bed, gosh. winding down, chilling out, getting themselves a warm drink, and crawling into a huge bed, reading a book as they begin to drowse. Sleep overtakes them, then the stories start. Wow. A that's... man sleeps! That was opening paragraph. <laughs> the, the, the clincher, the one that's going to explode our balls, is a man gets ready for bed. <laughs> How do dreams start? They start by going to sleep. 
Well, I guess everything has to have a start. All right, all right. I'm being overly judgmental. Please carry yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The concept can either be a single film or various films showing different stories ranging from nightmares to science fiction to spiritual to living an alternative life in another dimension which is real? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. You fucking make it. <laughs> So your concept is a movie. Or various movies. Or various <laughs> movies, uh, which all involve a guy going to bed. Okay, well, it probably has, like, a very unified theme to it. You know, like, let's let's hear what else he has to say. You know, I, I, you know these dream sort of things can be a, a vision for somebody who has, has like, a very clear focus. I'm very sleepy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With 30 years' experience in art direction, creative direction, special effects, and a may I on both 2D and 3D, this creative proposal has global potential. I have dual nationality with the U.S. and U.K. and will be available to discuss over the year in both countries. Okay, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> All right, reserved Mike Dolan, MSCD. More details. What are you even copyrighting? You didn't give us anything. <laughs> uh, there should be a movie about a dream. I'm good at Photoshop. Copyright me. I'm like suing Robin Williams. I like the twist at the end that he's a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Boots. Hi. Uh, tell me about the Tengu independent film pitch. Oh, good. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Damn. Hey, guys. I'm Bruce McKay, and I'm going to tell you about the Tango. Sorry. I don't know what I'm going to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out someday. I'll figure it out. I, wanna, I, I, I think I got it. I got it. I, gotta, I just got to adjust my volume because I'm clipping like crazy right now. <laughs> that right. doesn't stop me! <laughs> I just noticed. Uh. Right, I'm Bruce McKay, and I'm going to tell you about the Tengu Independent Film Pitch. All right. Okay. I'm drinking. Yeah. Tengu Independent Film. Once every century, the gods of the bird people return to the Holy Land and walk among the children. Okay. Okay. As the clans struggle for dominance, Kizar of the Hawks must outwit his overlords, the the eagles, and survive the treachery of the Owl Clan if he is to become the next steward of the Holy Land. What the hell? Aww. <laughs> uh, in this world, there are neither birds nor humans, just bird people. This story is situated in what we call San Francisco. They call it the Holy Land. Home <laughs> as it is to... <laughs> How do you feel about this, kumquats up? <laughs> I, I, feel yeah. full, I feel full of holes. That is my hole. <laughs> Home as it is to several bird deities from the human tradition. Garuda, Thoth, the Thunderbird, the Phoenix, and many what? more. Okay. Based on a graphic novel by Bruce McKay. Serious investors with an animation background, welcome. Um, oh, somebody needs to read that oh, comment. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Oh, sorry, I found something really odd. Aw- sorry, I gotta share. Gotta share right. right, somebody else. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Tolkien like birds. Wait, to- are you trying to say Tolkien or Tolkien? Tolkien like birds. Tolkien. Tolkien like birds. Oh, you birds. say Tolkien, okay. Hey, bro, you Tolkien? <laughs> Tolkien like birds. 
Mm-hmm. I was talking like birds. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> Welcome to the F Plus. Talking like birds. Talking like birds. Talking like birds. Talking like birds. I would love to see this film once it gets made. I'm sure that it would reach a wide audience. Please post more drawings. I've just posted a drawing. Is it talking like birds? <laughs> it is talking like birds. <laughs> it's all birds, except no. Come on, look. They're not birds, and they're not people. Oh, they're bird people. <laughs> this is the graphic novel. It's yes, that's the graphic novel. <laughs> Sounds like talking like birds. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like to laugh? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Do you yes. guys like to laugh? Yes. Okay. Yeah. My name is Dexter Livingstone. This is my movie called Radio. And, okay, let me just let me just break it down, because it's a little kooky. You're going to love it. Okay, Radio is a zany film about a non-profit radio station hamming it up in Vancouver, Canada. Fuck you, I- get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Can I leave a business card or? <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. Holy uh, moly, this pitch. Just get, just get out. <laughs> well, don't, I thought you liked to laugh. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Look, I, I, I like to laugh. Now, I'm. Just well, who a- are you? <laughs> what are you doing in this man's office? I'm the janitor. Just, you can tell me though. <laughs> Are y'all hiring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely hiring. Here's the mop. Come on, tell me about this thing. No, I can't. This kicked me out of his office. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'm committed to that. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you got, you got. You got any aliens in that movie? Because I hear aliens are pretty good and pretty cool. Okay, well, let me tell you about... <laughs> tell you after... I'll just tell you. Yeah, we'll just tell me. Us janitors will make our own janitor movie. That's right, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, see, an alien crash lands in the middle of a park in Vancouver, oh, wedges fuck. a ship into an old gold mine shaft. In a park? Out of luck and yeah. spare parts. He configures his drive to spit out $100 bills. That solves the luck part. And the cash for spare parts parts as well. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> spare parts part. I typed that into my, so into wait, my word processor. So wait, Boots, sir, are, are Canadian $100 bills made out of solid gold? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I know that they're all weird colors, but I didn't know that once they got to the, that level of... Uh, of of denomination that they actually start getting made out of precious metal. No oh, shit, yeah. That's the only yeah. way you know they're valuable. Yeah, yeah. I guess we that's just... why the dollar is so devalued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they're that's why the dollar is yeah, worth more. Yeah, but I gotta tell you, it's a pain in the ass carrying around a big whack of cash. It's really heavy. Do they have to use well, a marker to mark to see which ones the aliens had made as, as, as <laughs> you know, like it's the the, the counterfeit marker? Yeah. <laughs> Is it kind of we, a gold have such a pro- we have such a problem with aliens crashing into parks all the time, man. Well, with your mini gold mines in your parks. Well, it's a wonder this yeah. doesn't happen more often. Yeah, you know, when you go to a fancy restaurant, they put a Canadian $100 bill on your uh, on your dessert that you're supposed to eat. <laughs> Trump, Canada. So, uh, so this movie's about the radio, right? 
yeah, and then uh, talks about aliens, <laughs> and then, uh, okay, when I casted the film, I started looking for scriptwriters and found out something profound. Scriptwriters can write. Holy what? fuck! What? what? My boss That's what I found in- out. My, ex- my balls just exploded again. <laughs> <laughs> well, dig them back up there. You're going to need them. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay, that uh, means they're intelligent. That's, what, that's how I would describe scriptwriters. Every scriptwriter I've met, I've always thought to myself, that's an intelligent person. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay, and they all may also harbor a real desire and talent to act. Well, that's true. Uh-huh. Two Mighty of the writers. <laughs> Two of the four main characters applied as scriptwriters, and bang! I found the psycho manager host and the lead female reporter for the show. Awesome. Uh, the setting is a radio station in a large ethnic area. <gasps> this spices things up a bit because it taps into the indie film market as well oh, as the science yeah. fiction fringe market and the conspiracy fringe market. Shit, files crossed with Frasier, crossed with an Indian morality flick. Oh, you got to figure it out. Holy <laughs> fuck. Honestly, Niles. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's really three audiences that just have never been brought together until now. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do Seriously, it. Seriously, radio is being prepared and screenwritten as 10-year-old life cycle, 560 episodes, soap. Wait, so it's like the, mo- it's like the show Soap now, too? Uh. Yes. Oh, what? So they want to... So they think that this thing is going to be on for 10 years as a soap mm-hmm. opera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like an alien, and he crashes into a gold mine, and there's like... This money. is an alien. Do, 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 do. He's just crash-landed on the planet. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but it's, it's all just 40-minute scenes of just aliens breaking up with each other. <laughs> okay, well, I am sorry to say this, but most investors don't actually deserve this kind of opportunity. I'll say it out loud. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we are really seeking only one type of investor. The Id- ideological investor. <laughs> you spelled idiotic wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that means the investor who does not want to return on his investment. We're only looking for one type of investor. Suckers. <laughs> this investor would really believe that ideas, capital and ideals... Can oh. really change the world. Hey. That voice is hard to scream in. <laughs> Seriously, we can touch on a lot of tough stuff, like ethnic treatment of women. What? As chattel. What? I can promise you that has never been covered in popular fiction. <laughs> ethnic treatment of women as chattel. Is, is he? Is he? Is he accusing black people of treating women as cattle? As chattel? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, that's pretty fucking out there. That's pretty. Also, out there. public political psychopaths shearing the sheep. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I I think I'm in New Zealand fucking now. Wool mafia. Uh, <laughs> and corruption in big business and government. Okay, so if you're back in this film and back in the soap, with the show soap. We're bringing that back now? And we do want you to be in on both. You have to be as pissed as we are as what is happening in this world. Oh, man, I'm furious about politics and shit. So we'll have to prove that on your taxes, your piss level. Uh, If you could just piss on your checks. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> that should take care of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I don't All right, know. let's. Uh, what, what are you? What are you seeking? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay, I'm seeking 2.53 to 3 mil- mils. Milliliters. Oh, apparently that's million dollars. I just assumed that was like a millimeter. Okay. Yeah, it's so milliliters of money. Between, <laughs> between 2.5 and 3 milliliters of money for the film and 0.75 millimeters of money a year operating budget for the soap. Wait. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? What? <laughs> you can... Wait. Wait for what? What do I have to wait for? That's how much he spends on soap every year. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to work forever. Can I work forever? <laughs> <laughs> Massive domestic and foreign appeal propel the film into the hundred million dollar arena, somewhere around there. And the soap into the $250 million arena with associated advertisement. And then payback is three-fourths of the net for 24 months from the release of the film and for 10 years for the soap. Wait. Yep. What? Okay, he wants wants, uh, $0.75 million a year for the soap. Yep. So it's so... It's like a soap opera is like five of them a week. There's more. That's like one, 200 episodes. Mm -hmm. That's about $3,000 an episode. Right. Just okay. for the operating budget. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please visit my website with uh, tvetogo.com, which is not online, and <laughs> get more information. Thank God. <laughs> wow. Honey, I'm just, I'm just beating my head against the wall. Nobody wants to produce my movie-slash-10-year soap opera film. I... <laughs> I think I just give up on Hollywood, honey. <laughs> I've proven I've uh, wrote a post on the internet. Like, wh- what more do I need to do? The ghost of Huel Hauser is haunting us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, this, mo- this movie here... What y'all making here? A movie or a soap opera? <laughs> Both? This, is, well. this was a, a, a soap opera that was a movie before the soap opera? <laughs> Wow, your UI is totally better than mine. <laughs> oh, all right, I think I we should stand on the here. soldiers of yep. giants. I found it, I found his book. I found a reference to his book, and that that's something awful. Link. Mm-hmm. I found I his Twitter. That Twitter is amazing, and I'm pretty sure you need to read that. <laughs> Actually, Adam, just read that in the Heelhauser voice. The digital universe is our oyster. If you want to shuck with us, bring some dough for the batter. The pearls are the prize. Wow, that's uh, (laughs) that's a consistent uh, metaphor. It takes someone special to lose themselves in their own metaphor on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) 140 characters. That's all you get. That man is an artist. I gotta carry this oyster metaphor through 140 <laughs> characters. It's pretty challenging, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oysters, 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 bread, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's a wrap. Cut. Oh.
And there we go. We're out about an hour of movies Gerard Butler could ruin. Boots, what did you learn this week? Um, I, I'm going to state this as a fact. Yep. Um, this site is less effective than AHA. Wow. Oh, wow. That is bold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, here's my proof. Sure. Uh, when we did the AHA episode, yep. uh, people may remember that there was a uh, a subject in that called, uh, I believe it was Doggy Boogie. Doggy Boogie, that's correct. Doggy Boogie. That got made into a movie. Yeah. That was an actual movie. That was a thing that existed. Correct. You can, you can I guess, buy it online. It's, it's called um, Doggy B Online, if you're interested. <laughs> right. Um, you can go to the guy's YouTube channel and uh, realize just how creepy he is. Right. Um and that's the thing that happened. Uh, there was an idea that came to fruition. None of these will. Not wait, one of them. Wait, what about the, the the movie made by the fourteen-year-old? Nope. Like he's got youthful energy. <laughs> no. Well, you know that might get him somewhere, but that's not going to give him a film. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because, like, like this site, uh, this site has no. No purpose. It has no purpose at all. There's no reason for it to exist other than to be mocked because, like, it's not it, – there's no funding to it. Like, there's no, I don't know, groundswell of interest. There's, there's no there's, – there's nothing – there's nothing these film proposals are doing other than existing on a website. There's no reason why, if you had a film idea, you would enter it into this website. There's no reason <laughs> you would go to this website other than – if you're us, or if I guess you want to, if you've steal. got a shitty idea that you want to write down on the internet somewhere for prosperity, posterity, Not prosperity, prosperity and posterity, really. Yeah. <laughs> our uh, our thanks to Cheapskate, uh, yeah. the Race for Ridiculism winner, Cheapskate, uh, for for putting this episode together. Uh, he also gave us um, a thing called Agent Action. Uh, which was which was lovely, but uh, I just didn't think that uh, film fit in with the film proposals. But um, but very very fun. Uh, and and he can be found on thefpl.us uh, yeah. as well as his yeah. own channel. And also uh, come to our forum. Ball oh pitch. my God! Where are the forums? Where are the, where are those? <laughs> That's are at ballp.it. Holy! And shit. tell us what your best idea for a film is, and we'll mock you endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Hey, Boots, uh, if I'm on BALLP.IT and uh, I see a post that I really like, what do I do about it? Uh, can you, can, I... you can sign up. You can pay the $10 fee yeah. to help us maintain our podcast. Yeah. And uh, you can reply with uh, your own mockery of, uh, of said post. That sounds great. I'm going to go do it right now. Well, actually, awesome. I'm not. I'm somebody else's book. Uh, you are. All right. Goodbye. Oh. I'm trying to think of an appropriate voice for this. Great Scott. <laughs> well, obviously a British accent. Oh, Come right. on. I haven't done Oh, God. I don't Bring know. the I, British I, accent. I have, okay. I'm UK, England, London, Hackney. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Jenny. Yeah. Oh, that's enough. That's enough UK accent out of that. Come on, Lemon, that's a hackney accent.